You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you i think we just again need to listen to disabled people when we're saying that something is inaccessible I remember I went to a theater before the pandemic and I asked where like the accessible handicap, accessible bathroom was. And at first they didn't know. And then they told me it was across the street in like a building four floors up. And I'm like, I can walk across the street. (laughs) I'm like, well, there's several problems with this. One, there should be one here. I don't understand why there isn't. Two, yes, I'm a disabled person who can walk, but there are many disabled people who can't. And you're telling them they have to go across the street to the bathroom in a span of like, what, 10 minutes in a center mission? Like not realizing that that is a problem is the problem in itself. So I think that they need to listen and to kind of really be willing to change. I think we're just still, society's very stubborn and doesn't want to change, doesn't want to adapt. And it's kind of like enough is enough. We need to start adapting. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 257. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Why, hello. Uh, Why, hello. We haven't really talked yet. I know. It's another one of those days where we run in, sit right down, (laughs) and start the show. So, yes. Speaking of running, yeah. You've been doing a lot of that lately. I have, yeah. I mean, not compared to a lot of people. Well, yes, there are people that run more. (laughs) I talk to people like all day long that are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pair my mileage back to to 30 miles this week. Um, So my mileage last week was like nine miles. (laughs) (laughs) But that's a lot. For me, it's a lot. You've been trying to uh, up your speed. I have. yeah. Yeah. I have this kind of like hope that maybe I'll get to a point where I feel comfortable enough, like saying, okay, I'm training for a marathon. I haven't quite pulled the trigger on that, but uh, 
I am working on improving my speed. So that's been my goal. So I'm kind of like in this place where I go back and forth between a strength workout and then doing a run. And so I have my speed day and I have my mid run, like my mid distance run day. And then I have like my long run day. So that's what I'm working on right now. Gotcha. And you've been getting faster already. I have. Yeah, I was like about 15 um, minute miles and uh, already gotten to 14 minute miles. <laughs> hey, you're moving the ball forward. I am. Yeah. I am. Uh, it's crazy how much I have to really push myself to be able to get faster. It's um, it's such a weird thing because like I feel like I'm going so fast <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> such a strange thing. And I've ended up taking a lot of uh, Susie Chan classes, which I have to recommend to people if you haven't gotten a chance to take classes with Susie, you need to do that. She's so fun. She's so accessible. And she doesn't do a ton of talking. Like she definitely tells a story here and there, but mm-hmm. it's there's like large silences, not uncomfortable silences, right. but she's not like chattering the entire time, which sometimes people don't like that. So I just want to make sure people know. Plus her playlists are so good. She did an 80s class I took the other day and the last class was Paradise City by Guns N' Roses. And like that is such a great class to run to because you can the rhythm like it, and she did a progressive speed throughout the class. So yeah. like every time the chorus came on, we increased, increased, increased. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, what pray tell do you have in store for people this week? Well, John Mills is back. He's going to be joining us. Yes. Yay. Uh, we're going to be talking about the. Um, the earnings call that's what it's called yes. and then um we also have this little fit on announcement that uh has nothing to do with peloton it's kind of a competitor thing but i'm curious how i'm curious of john's thoughts on that not to mention uh i think that we were going to chat about the changes they made to the one peloton club yes also uh dr jen drops by and she talks about how to balance bike tread recovery all the things okay uh, there's a ton of updates on all the instructors and they have been everywhere we also talk about all of the new content peloton has been putting out and we had a visit from angelo and he talks about what to do when what you've been doing stops working so there is a lot not to mention we've got some celebrity updates and there's some celebrations to be had Awesome. Well, before we get to all that, shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts, you can find us while you're there. Be sure and rate and review us and follow us so you never miss an episode. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. Of course, check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the clip out, where you can watch these episodes instead of merely listen to them. And finally, uh, don't forget, I know we throw a lot of information at you over the course of an episode. And if we throw a link at you that you want to circle back around to and you can't find it, the best way to find it is sign up for the newsletter at theclipout.com and you'll get a weekly digest of all the things we've talked about. And you can just click on them right from there. So I feel like I can say weekly. I've been pretty good about it. Lately. You have. I missed you, in a while, you've so. been on a roll better yeah. than my role. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, so anyway, there's all that. Let's uh, let's dig in, shall we? We shall run, lift and live with John Mills. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube. It's John Mills. Hey, John. Welcome back. Hi. How's it going? It's happening. <laughs> I gained a little bit of weight. I was eating a lot of stuff. Ah, you're traveling. Not a lot. 
I mean, the camera I'm adds 10 pounds. Are you sure? Are you sure you gained? Maybe it's just the camera. Well, I don't know if I really know. I'm scared to get on the scale to Are tell you? me exactly how much. So I know I gained, but I don't really know. Okay. Do you have one of those electronic scales that like recognizes the different people in your house? Yes. So, so yes. like the Those worst is when you gain so much it that it no you. longer knows who you are. Oh, now I'm really scared. It yeah, it it ha- it's it's happened in this house. I'm just saying, yeah. it's happened to both of us. <laughs> um, you know, it seems to be about ten pounds. Yeah, is ten about, pounds oh, is the cutoff if you gain loses, ten. Yeah. And yes, it's possible to it gain ten lost. pounds in a week. I just want to let you know right. it's possible. But yeah. here's the deal. It's mostly right. water weight, so don't stress. In fact, okay. this, as a Met Pro coach, this is what I tell people, John: don't even look at yeah. the weight until three days, until you're back for three days. Then we'll then we'll okay. deal with whatever's left. So don't even worry okay. about it. Don't That's worry about it. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm scared anyway. I'm, I'm just avoiding that. That well, it is what like it is. It's yeah. not like it's changing. It's not like if you. It's not like <laughs> it's it's like bills. Just because you don't open them doesn't mean you don't, don't owe mean money. You don't have it. Yeah, like That's you right. still. You're still going to owe the money. That's right. So I'm just ignoring the scale like it ain't even there. But did you have a nice trip? Oh, my gosh. A trip was amazing. I loved it. You know, the intent was to take my dad to see family that he had never met because his father moved to San Diego as a part of the Great Migration. African-Americans were leaving the South to go to California. That was back in the 40s. And he kind of just left that all behind. But he had like four or five brothers and a couple sisters. And so my dad had uncles and aunts who all had family that grew, you know, descendants. And he never, he's never been there. His father didn't talk a lot about it. So we wanted him to meet some of his descendants. He had like four first cousins that were still alive. They're in their like eighties and nineties. And Wow. And he had never met them. He'd never met them. And you know, his his grandparents were buried there. His grandmother, my dad's grandmother, was uh, died with, in the 1918 flu pandemic. Oh, wow. She's buried in an African-American cemetery. And, you know, this is a lot that I, we wanted to take him to. And it, it was his birthday weekend. So, um, so, yeah, we did a lot of stuff. It ended up being an amazing trip. So it's all well, good. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's wow. good stuff. You you have really um, deep vacations. Yeah, I'm very. Uh, I feel. I feel we so saying, shallow. We before we recording, we feel like these really important historical. Yeah, like themed these... vacations, and we're like, we're going to Hawaii. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I want to go to Hawaii. <laughs> I don't have any relatives there. I'm not trip. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, too bad. There's no relatives. If we get lucky, there. we might meet a listener. Yeah. <laughs> Does that count? Uh, I mean, seriously, that is so cool that you did that. Yes, like, absolutely. I, I think that's amazing. And, and I love that you, know you, what's really, you took the whole family, too. Sorry. Didn't mean yeah. That. yeah. No, what's also real amazing is we, we went to this African-American uh, cemetery. It's not really maintained. We were trying to find his, his grandparents that are buried there. We couldn't find them. Um, although there are markers there for them that a, a retired police officer found for us nine years ago because the writing isn't on them anymore. He had to use forensic lighting to figure out. Oh, the markers. Whoa. But since it's been nine years, it's nine years of leaves and winters. And sure. so now it's back buried below something and we couldn't find it. So now I, I got to bring a team of people back <laughs> to East Texas with rakes so that we can go through this place to go find these markers and replace it with an, a headstone once we find it. Oh. And some people from my group of volunteers that live in the area to oh come help us break. So it's all good. Well, I'm all excited. I got another trip. 
coming up to that's do that. awesome so, wow yeah, wow cool. look at you doing yeah. things like really impactful <laughs> things like i am i feel so um silly next to you <laughs> thank oh, you by the way, you one do. last thing i don't i won't stay on it too long but one no. last thing i, I got um i got an event at the web yes, yes, yes. museum i'm so glad on, you're talking on, about this yeah, on Juneteenth, on June 19th in Weathersfield, Connecticut. It's a paid event, so no one can like listen in. You have to actually buy a ticket to the museum to to get in to, to see the event. But I'm doing a lecture there. I'm Prince Mortimer, who was the Connecticut slave uh, um, that died at the Weathersfield prison. And so uh, anybody from Connecticut or that is in the area that wants to go to that event, hit me up and, and I can get to the detail. They're going to do a press release on it. So when they do that, I'll I'll put it out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's I mean, that has been quite a journey that you have been working on. So every time you get a chance to to share that story with people, that is so cool. And uh, that sounds like a really big event. Like that sounds really big. Oh, yeah, it's going to be really cool. So I'm all excited about it. I also uh, spoke to the the town, their uh, local historical society today, and they're still working towards the plans to create a marker at the burial site where Prince Mortimer was buried. So we're still in collaboration, getting that going. I don't know when that'll ever happen, but like we, we knew that was going to take a long time. But they're still working that angle. So it's just been a lot of lot of big stuff, a lot of good stuff happening. Lately. That's so that's cool. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And look yeah. look at all you've done. Look yeah. at that that's all because that's of you good. you having those conversations and doing that research and putting that information out there. That's really cool, John. Really cool. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And anybody again, anybody wants to attend the event, I'll, I'll have a, I'll post it as soon as they create the uh, the press. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. And we'll mention it. Remind us. We'll mention yeah, it again totally. on the show. So tell yeah. people about it. Absolutely. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, that's cool. Awesome. Well, cool. I guess if we I guess we should talk about Peloton. Too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, the, that's the point. Yeah, that makes sense. Switching gears to less important things. Yeah, we uh, just uh, I, I thought we'd just remind people that the Peloton news conference, the earnings call rather is coming up next week. So and this is the one that's going to be in the morning. So it's going to be right. Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Because of Barry's bedtime. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Barry's bedtime. Could <laughs> do an early bird special. <laughs> Uncle Barry's like, we got to do these things in the morning. Yes. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. This is, the, this is the second one in a row they've done in the morning. I know. I, I don't know what, why, I don't know what the, the reasoning is behind the morning. My assumption is, and this might be wrong, that if you think you have good news, then the morning's probably better because it's prior to the market opening and thus you can affect the price more. But the only right? thing but they were less. doing really great. Why? They were doing really great news ones in the afternoon, though. And, for a long time, you and, know? and then the That's other true. the other thing that I think goes against that is the last time they like laid off twenty eight hundred people when they had it in the morning. So I don't. I don't yeah, know. yeah. That, I don't think know, that's happening. That. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that that's happening this time. Like, just to be clear, I, a lot of people seem to be under right. the impression that they're changing it because there is new leadership, that it's Barry. And, and it's just kind of like a way to distinguish you know himself right. from john i right. have no idea is it maybe like playing warp yeah. tour like the earlier in the day you go the less important you are like they <laughs> they don't get to headline anymore like they, they, they got moved up I, the bill i still have the mind i think the last earnings call they thought was gonna go well because that was after the layoff of the folks and now they were announcing big changes and i think that my thought is still that they 
they thought it was going to go well. Like it was bad news, <laughs> but the market would react positively to it because right. you're making adjustments and like, yes, right. trim the fat. Like, that's what we like to see. That's what I think. I think they thought it was going to be like, oh, they're making some good adjustments. Well, that's that is an interesting theory. <laughs> I don't know. Because I, 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 I thought they that's did all it. I guess. Yeah, totally. I guess I had just thought they did it that morning because it was like, well, they had just announced all the late. So it was like, just get it over with. Just, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah, rip, rip the, the bandaid off. Yeah, yeah exactly. Rip the band-aid yeah. Off. But I, I have no idea. Like, you could totally be right. I have absolutely zero opinion on it. I'm just like, yeah, it's easier for us because yeah. they're going to do it on Tuesday. They'll do it at the beginning right. of my day before it gets crazy busy. Right. And we'll be able to record. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we'll be able to record. <laughs> Thank Maybe you, they Peloton. Did it for us. It's probably, probably has something to do with it. I, I think it is. does. Yeah. That now makes that they sense. know that, they'll <laughs> never do it again. You watch. It's about to change now. Yes. I mean, Thursday now at five forever. Right. <laughs> Screw that. They're going to do Fridays. Fridays at two. It's it's 3 a.m. <laughs> Just to mess with you. So um, they've made some changes to the one Peloton program. That you want to talk about yeah i did and i think i had a link about it if you want to share that instead uh, of the thing here i don't know where that link is okay well don't worry about it okay. it doesn't matter for anybody listening basically they changed a bunch of the the pricing so now this one yeah. peloton club is now like 59 dollars a month and i was reading about it somebody posted in your group um yeah, I think it was uh, Andrew Singh and he was saying that he felt like there was no reason not to join it now because the payoff time was like it was such that it was the exact same difference between the equipment price. And so you might as well just right. do that. And uh, that's kind of crazy because now you have you right. can buy it out within a year. You can only pay fifty nine dollars a month to rent it and you get a and year warranty. So, like, why right. would you not? But. But why won't they? I don't understand why they won't let people who are who have ever been a member in the last year be part of it. Like, like, or, so right. they don't want you to change from being an existing member paying the full price to renting. And I'm I don't understand that. And it's probably it's I, a, I think it's that like they don't want you to be like oh that's a better deal. But, and then but bail. why why would you not do it for I like agree. three months or four months? Like if if so if not that we're we're people that own a second home, but there are tons of Peloton users that own a second right. home. Why not let them rent it for however long? I and think send because it back? they don't want they don't want to rent you a bike. Like but it tr- says rent a bike. <laughs> right, right, but the, right, that's marketing. But they. <laughs> But they don't want to rent you a bike. They they want you to be like, oh, there's no they don't they want to remove the barrier to you getting this bike in your home. And then hopefully you fall in love with it and you never send it back. They don't want people to do the thing where it's like, oh, I'll send it to my summer home for three months. Nope. Take it away. That that's not the business they want to be in. Yeah, I think it's a couple things. But the fifty nine dollars is for bike. It was 70 for bike plus. Very true. And the reason why Andrew was saying that it's of you know no consequence, you probably should do this, is because if you subtract from those costs from $45 or from $44 a month, which is the monthly for the subscription, and you take that and you expand that over 12 months, the cost that you pay after 12 months is exactly what you would have paid if you just bought it outright. So you're not losing anything well, by why doing Why take this, the risk? Right? Yeah. Why take the risk? And that's the point he was trying to make. Why Why wouldn't everybody do this? But the reason I think that they're not offering this to anyone else is because, you know, they still have that alignment of if you have, well, I guess it wouldn't apply to two bikes, right? I was going to say, if you have multiple products, then 
you're paying one subscription, but multiple bikes, it doesn't apply. It doesn't apply. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I don't know. You're right. I'm back to that. You're right. Why don't they just let everybody do it? It's another subscription. I, yeah, if their intent is to grab another subscription, then that would be another subscription. So, yeah. But if, I don't they, know. if they think that you're deliberately only doing it for a short period of time, you but know, because not, it's your summer home. But they're also not putting right. anything in place that keeps you from wanting to do that. So I right. guess I just don't get like there's going to be people that do whether it's their second home or not. Right. There's going to be people that do it. Right. And so I just see like <laughs> all you're doing is yet again alienating the people who have been your audience the longest. You it should, just doesn't make any sense. When we, go, when we go to Hawaii in June, you should just rent one for the month for 59 <laughs> bucks and have it dropped off at your hotel room. That's Hey, that's the other thing. <laughs> I, it's still only in like the contiguous 48 states. It's not even that. Right. Oh. It's like very, very limited markets. It's like 30 right. markets or something there are none in the state of missouri there's only one in the entire like midwest column and that's in right. chicago so well, i mean okay i don't really consider atlanta in the midwest because it's like no that's i call that south. the south and there I, might they be would one call of it the south <laughs> I, I mean gone right. with the wind calls it the south fair enough like fair enough yeah it's the south yeah, yeah. <laughs> gone with the wind it's the south that's the south <laughs> that's the south yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I don't know. You about... make a good point. I hadn't thought of that though. You're right. I mean, an existing bike owner might be li- more likely to go, this is a good idea. I'll take this for a couple of months and send it right back. Yeah. Whereas a new subscriber might be less likely to do that. Maybe that's their thinking. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, it makes sense, but I sure wish I could use that and I wish they had it in more places. I would like to I'd like to try it out. I'd yeah. like to understand somebody going through that process and trying it out and how yeah. how they feel about it. So if anybody out there is doing it, uh, let me know. I'd love to interview you. We'll have a whole conversation about it. Totally. <laughs> this hard push for like more subs, which makes sense. You know, they're trying to you know push subs. But it throws my mind into this thought process of what is this doing to revenue and what is this doing towards their statement that they were going to be profitable by fiscal 2023 i think they said like like what is this all doing i don't know what it's doing but i don't think we're gonna hit that like that feels that's where i'm at like what are they gonna be i can't wait to hear what they say on this call i I don't know we're gonna get another big push from what what is that stupid place that's like oh, Blackwell? Get, yeah, they were gonna get another oh, big push from Blackwell. Get Blackwell's rid of them. Buy them. Buy Peloton. <laughs> is that the that's the Blackwell voice? Damn, it's slightly different from the everybody voice. Yeah. It's a little different. Not quite the everybody. Voice. Right, right. Kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> I like both of those voices. Those I don't even know where it came from. I didn't even realize I was doing it. Oh, you, you were voice. doing it. <laughs> one, of the times, one of the few times Tom is embarrassed of me. <laughs> Wait, you're embarrassed of me? Oh, no. Of Wait, course not, what? honey. <laughs> this is how I find out. <laughs> Erica would have answered that very quickly. She would have just went, yes, yeah. you're embarrassed of me. <laughs> like, of course. <laughs> so um, finally, uh, digital fitness platform fit on, I guess is how you say that, which sounds a little dirty now that I say it out loud. 
yeah i don't know about this i don't know anything about it i thought it had to do if you scroll down i thought it had something to do with like i fit or something yeah it's It's, like they're like a nautilus yeah yeah Yeah. they got a collaboration with nautilus okay okay but i thought this was interesting because they are now going to be doing a new program where it's all about chronic conditions and helping people who are older and um so it's going to be like kind of targeted toward them and they have like um, older adults and Medicare recipients are going to have access to these uh, classes that are specially tailored to them. And I thought that was really interesting. Um, yeah. And I thought it was particularly interesting because we all know that like this, like because of the baby boom era, right? There's like billions of people that are in this this demographic and like really no one is targeting them. Like no one. I mean, none of the yeah. connected fitness are. So I think I think that's absolutely fascinating and smart to be honest. I don't know anything about their product or if it's any good or any I don't know anything about it, but I just found that fascinating. Well, you know, you're right, the baby boomers and you know what I thought when I saw this? I thought these Peloton instructors do a lot of stuff I can't do. Like I, I'm not all that old, but I thought this might be helpful for me. Like, I don't. <laughs> well, I mean, is that a bad thing? Is that just my injuries, or are there Xers that? like are in this place too not just boomers well i think there's absolutely xers uh i was just kind of thinking of people that really haven't joined the technology segment and so i was thinking of people like my parents who like shun technology they're not that bad but but like they they don't they don't like any of this stuff and i thought if there were programs that were like dedicated for them that that would be something that they would that would resonate with them and i and i've heard people in the peloton community say before like oh i'd love to have a an instructor that was older that you know i felt represented by and um and i mean cycling is something that you can do for years even if you can't run um you know there's there's things you can do but but i also think that like even tonal, which is really focused on mobility, they they do so many things to help you with your mobility and staying fit. And and I genuinely believe that strength training is the biggest way to for all of us to to stay mobile. I just find it interesting right. that there aren't a lot of programs that are out there that are targeted toward older adults. I just think yeah. it's interesting. I think what's fa- also what's fascinating about this is I heard that fit on has like over 10 million subs. Now they're like, they got like, they're like freemium, right? Like, they're oh, free, gotcha, gotcha. And then gotcha. they're the paid. But the fact that they like have this collaboration with Nautilus, and so you can get to this content on the Nautilus equipment, along with this type of content to me, yeah, it's really, it's really kind of interesting. To your point, like, it's like catering to an older crowd, and it sounds like they're going to have um, uh, classes that are uh, structured towards solving for uh, certain ailments or, or certain chronic needs, conditions and things chronic conditions yeah i mean it, it would seem pretty interesting to me as i was reading it so yeah but I, I know that isn't hasn't really been peloton's thing but it makes me wonder if maybe that's a route they should look into i mean I don't know. They kind of tend to go with like whatever's the coolest and like, you know, yeah. prenatal, postnatal. That's been a big thing for them. And obviously other countries is going to be more right. of a priority. I have no idea. But I 
I think I think they should at least consider it. I think it would be. Yeah, I think it would be worthwhile. Well, especially as their own members age. Right. Right. Like I it's mean, a pro- it's something to keep them engaged as, as they mature. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Remember, yeah. remember back in the day when Fit Fab 40s first started up? That was a group. And now it's like so many of the ladies that were in that are now in their 50s. I mean, that's only one such shift. There's tons of those. Yeah. So, yeah, the longer Peloton's around, the more they need to think about that, in my opinion. Totally. I mean, it's why oldies radio went from playing Frankie Valley and the Beach Boys to playing Rod Stewart and Elton John, right? They're still targeting <laughs> the same age demo. They just have to right. play different music to do it. Yeah. So. And also, yeah, you make a good point. I mean, when I started with Peloton, I was in my 40s and I felt like I could keep up a little bit better than I can now <laughs> that I'm in my 50s. But that could just be because I'm more lazy and more out of shape. No, you're not. Or because I'm older. I don't know which one. I haven't figured it out yet. See, I'm but. psychologically, I'm all kerfluffled because <laughs> you you mess up everybody's algorithms. Because, because since I never worked out, like I've like I've never been able to do more. And but I'm sure I like way worse than I would have been had I always been doing stuff. But because I've never done anything, I had nowhere to go but up. Yeah. So the moral of this story is don't start working out until you're 50, yeah. folks. I should have done that. And I wouldn't Sucker. have this problem. Yeah. I mean, Tom's always saying he's got his, his body is in like new condition. Yeah. There like you go. New condition. Right. I guess now I'd say it's gently used. Now. It's- <laughs> Who doesn't like to be gently used? Okay. <laughs> I know. I knew it was coming. I was about to hold on. <laughs> I guess some people like to be roughly used. Oh no! What? <laughs> I'm just saying that either way could be enjoyable depending on your your deal. Uh, it's, you're more than welcome to. Like I'm not judging. Just trying to be inclusive. Not a judgment. Yes. Right. Exactly. Inclusive. Oh. So. All inclusive. Well, on that note. Yeah. Let's see how many times I can I can turn red today. Yeah. John missed the glazed donut oh conversation oh last week. No, don't but. go there. Not again with the glazed donut. But on on that note, John. Thank you for joining us. And until next week, where can people find you? <laughs> they can find me on Facebook in my group or page, Run, Lift, and Live. They can find me on Instagram, Run, Lift, and Live. They can find me on the Tickety Talk, Run, Lift, and Live. Or they can find me at Run, Lift, and Live. Or Run, Lift, Live. Either of them. Dot com. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks, John. Have a good day. Talk, you too. Talk to you later. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 
day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast Which you love Because you have toast Almost every day I do It was the (laughs) best textured Bread of this sort That I've ever had And if you're doing the math It's zero to one grams Of net carbs Zero gram sugar And high in fiber So don't give up Being a breadhead. Hero Bread Is offering 10% Off your order Go to Hero.co And use code TCO At checkout That's TCO At H-E-R-O Dot C-O Bye this psychological edge with Dr. Jen. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. You may know her from VH1's Couples Therapy with Dr. Jen, her VH1's Family Therapy with Dr. Jen, her long-running radio show, The Dr. Jen Show. She's written four best-selling books, including The Relationship Fix, Dr. Jen's Six-Step Guide to Improving Communication, Connection, and Intimacy, it's Dr. Jen. Hello. Hello. Hi. So thank you for joining us. Uh, we have a question from Julie Ann Schindler. She says that she finds it very hard to balance running and spinning. She wants to do it all, but there's not enough time and her hips need those recovery days. I know you get this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. But look, I, to me, this is probably one of the easiest questions that you have asked. <laughs> There are a few keys to this. One is don't do both things in the same day. Alternate, which is actually better for injury prevention. Also mentally, it's nice to be able to go back and forth and do something differently. Do like you use your brain very differently for running and for cycling. So I would really determine like I have day Monday, Wednesday, Friday are my cycling days. Tuesday, Thursday, and then either Saturday or Sunday are my running days. Like, and then I have a active rest day. So like you want to alternate it and you want to have that balance. Then the other thing is, and you know, a lot of people will grunt when I say this, but you've got to stretch. I know from experience, like if you don't stretch and you are running and cycling on a day-to-day basis, your muscles will get so tight that you will get injured. And I'm a big fan, as Crystal knows firsthand, of the Hannah Corbin's foam rolling classes. Her glutes class especially, to me, is the key to not being injured. Like I got injured pretty bad a few years ago. And once I started integrating that in, that made a huge difference. And in a dream world for me, 
10 minutes of foam rolling before I work out and then five minutes at the end of stretching. I especially love Chelsea has two five minute pigeon classes that to me are the perfect class because after you go for a run, the last thing you want to do is stand up. I like to be either lying down or sitting down after, after running at all times. And that five minute class, it's just enough to really open up your hips and let go of all of that tension in your hips. And you don't have to stand up. So you don't use too much energy and it's just five minutes, which is doable. Like even when you're like, Oh, I'm so done with my workout. Five minutes is doable. And Chelsea is wonderful. That class is so great. So really integrating stretch at the beginning and end alternating. And also the other thing is I would add in other disciplines things, especially gentle things like, yoga, making sure you're doing a core workout because those are muscles that you really need when you're running and you're cycling, you know, really finding that balance is very important. Yeah. And, uh, and the Chelsea workout, the one, the one you're talking about the stretch, I also just like how Chelsea just makes everything so accessible regardless of your level of stretch ability. So yeah. she makes all of those very easy for you to jump into. And she's very relaxing. I look all of those yes. instructors, but she's so relaxing in that class. Yeah. I know Crystal always gets on me because I don't like to, I'll do the pre-stretch, but when I'm done, I'm just like, I'm done now. Yeah. Look, and I'm always like, stretch. I've been trying to get Eric to stretch for years now and I have not been successful. <laughs> Must be a boy thing. I well, think, I guess girls do it too. So, <laughs> yeah. look, I think we all like to do what we're good at, and we don't like to do what we're not good at and what is harder. And I think that stretching is one of those things. It's not like you'd be like, oh, I lifted 100 pounds, like, dude. But like with stretching, it's not something that people like give big accolades on. Like, I don't see high fives like when I'm taking a stretch class. Whereas like you totally get them on the tread and the bike. No, I've, I've never yet had my five minute stretch class. But it's because they can't reach it. They're all pretzeled up. <laughs> I think in my head, I'm like, I'm like, just get to the stuff I got to do. Like, I'm not, you know, like, it's not like a, like a macho thing. Like this yeah. is, I, I like, it's more just like, like, I don't want to be here anyway. So so like if they could somehow do the stretch in the middle you'd be all about it yeah, <laughs> yeah if they snuck it in like yeah. that yeah. might work but i don't know my parents tried to put peas in my mashed potatoes and i caught that, that didn't so work. <laughs> it doesn't work at all so. we kind of have to conceptualize something like stretching differently instead of looking at it just as its, as its own activity we have to look at it as longevity creation <laughs> that like it is the key to being able to exercise for decades as opposed to a few years that like if you're not stretching and you are on your tread and your bike you you've got a limited number of years I believe and I'm not an exercise physiologist but I think you've got a limited number of years where your body is going to let you get away with that and maybe if you're in your 20s and your 30s you can do that 40s, 50s, forget about it. Like your body's going to say, no, like we're done. You've got to stretch. Like that's it. Well, I will say. Clock's ticking. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I do, like I said, I do the pre-stretches at least, right? They're in there a little bit. Which is great. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say that like, while I don't enjoy stretching, I enjoy crystal stretching immensely. So... (laughs) 
I'm sure that is a lot of fun at your house. Yeah. Ideally, be clad. <laughs> or nothing at all. Well, you, uh, honey, you're hearing her. She's the professional. Yeah. So I don't think Gotta we should second Dr. guess. Said. Yes. <laughs> Your son is not in the house at the time. <laughs> Correct. It's a big house. Yeah. We have doors that lock. But glad to hear it. Yes. Now that everyone is grossed out. A lot of trauma going on at your house. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oops. So, uh, yeah. That now, took a turn. Yes. Yes, it did. But, well, thank you so much for the wonderful advice. Both pieces of advice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I do mean peace. Yeah. Uh, oh, until geez. until next week, where can people find you? You can find me on social media at Dr. Jen Mann. Two ends on Jen, two ends on man. And you can also find me in Style Magazine, Hump Day with Dr. Jen, Sex and Relationship Advice, which you got a little taste of here. Sampling. <laughs> 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 with Peloton. <laughs> well, if there's no episode next week, they'll know the advice either went really well or really bad. Exactly. <laughs> Clip out. So I know you were super excited about our Olive and June partnership. I am so excited. I absolutely adore Olive and June. It's the first time I've ever been able to do my nails at home and actually feel good about them. Uh, and they don't feel like a, a six-year-old painted them because <laughs> I'm just not good at painting, especially my right hand with my left hand. Yeah, it's something I never thought about <laughs> because I'm a boy. Not the boys can't do it, but this one doesn't. But I never thought about that, that like, yeah, if you're right handed, how do you do your right hand or it, vice versa? Exactly. And when you get the when you get the Olive and June Manny system, it comes with all the tools you need, including my favorite, the little cleanup tool. So you have a little paintbrush. And if you miss something or you get outside the lines, <laughs> then you, you have a little cleanup brush that you can get and it's it makes a huge world's difference not to mention the poppy the poppy is a little thing that goes on the top of all of your nail polish so you can hold it in your hand it's much more ergonomic to be able to paint your your nails it's so much more comfortable so the whole system game changer for painting your nails at home seven days no chips and it's affordable it is affordable. That's the best part. You can get all this and you don't have to spend like a million dollars every time you want to get your own manicure done. Right. And they have a billion different colors. They even have their newest innovation are press-ons. And uh, they have four different lengths, four different shapes, and 21 unique sizes. It's a huge amount of selection to be able to get just the right nail for you so your press-ons actually look good not weird like some of them do <laughs> <laughs> getting beautiful salon perfect nails at home is now a dream come true with olive and june your new nail life is here you can visit oliveandjune.com slash tco for 20 percent off your first manny system that's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash T-C-O for your 20% off your first Manny system. And don't forget, we are having our live Manny Masterclass for the Clipout members. And you can join that by going to the Clipout group. And there will also be a link in this week's newsletter. Instructors in the News. 
Toonday's book is finally released into the wild. It is officially came out on May 3rd and Michelle Kay got to interview Toonday ahead of the launch of her book. So she got to talk to Toonday about the power of letting go, which is kind of the theme of the book. Well, it's one of many themes of the book. And so... (laughs) How about that? Yeah. And uh, Tunde was also uh, featured in USA Today. She was. They talked about how Tunde found strength in rejection and loss. And she said to her, failure doesn't exist. I don't think that I actually put the link in here, but I think she was on the Today Show as well. Gotcha. Um, yeah, she's certainly been making the rounds. She has. She, she was has. in like a Las Vegas newspaper. Like she's been certainly out there pushing it as well. She should. Yeah. And I think it was... Um, what is the Today Show? What the one? The Good Morning America, not Today Good Morning Show. America is ABC. Get, okay, the Today Show is NBC. Well, she was on one of them. I don't <laughs> recall which. Sorry. <laughs> Very cool for Tune Day. Jocelyn Thompson Rule is now a tread boot camp instructor. Yeah, very exciting news for Jocelyn. She's one of the uh, tread instructors from the UK. She's amazing. Love her classes. And now she's going to be teaching tread boot camp. So that is really fun. Love seeing that lineup be expanded again. Uh, And she's an excellent teacher for it. Aditi Shaw was featured on the podcast South Asian Trailblazers. She was. uh, And they said that it was their first trailblazer in fitness that they had interviewed Uh, so that is very cool yeah and and it just came out on may 3rd as well um they only have 39 episodes so it's easy to find gotcha and emma lovewell's publicist has been working overtime she has got three articles this month she did this week yeah Uh, the first of which is from mind body green Yes, and uh, it talks about how Emma cleans her workout clothes, how she keeps them fresh and clean. Um, And we've actually covered this topic uh, on the clip out. In fact, it was back when we had uh, the yeah Tori uh, Peloton Closet was on, and so we we talked through that. So basically, some of these exact same suggestions are in here. But she had some name brands that you can try as well. And then also she was featured on a website called Global Circulate. She was. Which I don't know what that is. I don't I don't either. But I if you scroll down, gosh, I was thinking that this was the one that was saying she was going to be at a thing here. I guess this actually originated in an article that she had in Pop Sugar. So it might be a ah, a, a repeat. That's the other place is Pop Sugar. So okay, one's okay. repurposing the other. That there makes we sense. Go. Yeah. And she talks about how she feels. She says how how she lives to make you feel invincible and she talks about how her parents were hippies even before and they were into wellness even before it was popular to be so uh so she talks about that in her gardening and things like that so honestly i think all of these articles might have originated from pop sugar Ah, and they just repurposed (laughs) the internet is so sneaky they are it's all about the clicks Kirsten Ferguson is featured on CafeMom.com. She is. Yeah, it's a great link where it talks about uh, prioritizing movement, mindfulness and self-care. Uh, and she she ought to know she's a wonderful mom to two girls. And uh, she's a really good friend, judging by how well she took care of Just Sims at her <laughs> first uh, her first marathon. Yeah. And uh, she certainly is a wonderful cheerleader for everyone in the quote unquote ratchet mom club. That is what uh, everybody uses for their leaderboard hashtag when they're on with Kirsten, and I love it. (laughs) 
<laughs> she made Robin an honorary member of the Ratchet Mom Club when they did their two for one run. <laughs> and speaking of Robin, uh, she is in L.com talking about her Mother's Day gift guide. Yeah. And, and I love the title. Of course, Robin Arzon's Mother's Day gift guide includes massage guns and Peloton bikes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else, right? Uh, job security. <laughs> exactly. But uh, she also talks about uh, necklaces and fragrances like, and other things like that. So lots of good ideas in there. If you haven't seen it, uh, definitely check it out. And Cody Rigsby will be joining PFLAG's Parent Day 2022. He will. Yeah, he's going to be uh, joining some other people. Muna, Matteo Lane. Um, I don't. Is it Big Fridia or Big Frida? I think it's Fredia. Fredia. I think. I'm terrible. Yeah. I, George Takai. I know how to say that one because I'm a nerd. T- yeah. <laughs> That's the only one I did know. I That's know. why I took it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to say the one I know how to say because I'm a big nerd. Well, if you don't know what that is, it's an event that is for um, parents of LGBTQ folks, parents and allies. And so it will be occurring on May 22nd at 2 p.m. Eastern. And it will be on the PFLAG website if you want to check Cody out. Peloton in the news. So Peloton's latest uh, YouTube show was called On the Leaderboard and people liked it, but everyone was kind of complaining that they couldn't participate because they're interviews where they interview a celebrity while they're utilizing the tread. Yes, the the tread, the tread. Okay, And uh, that is correct. But the interesting thing is when they made it a class, now they made it a class that you can take on the bike or the tread. So you can take it either place. So if it's something that's important to you, I've heard a lot of people saying that they're taking it as like a cool down, either the bike or the tread. And uh, then they watch it because they're about 10 minutes. So they're not super long. Right. And uh, so that way it's you're you're taking it. You're able to listen to it, but you're still getting a good workout. That's good usage. So came across something interesting about lane break that someone posted in the OPP. I and first it's been off, forever since we have used anything from the OPP. I know, right? Like yeah. first off, Heather Dunleavy Nielsen, you have threaded the needle. You posted something in the OPP that was actually useful and interesting. So hat tip. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read. I didn't read the uh, comments, but hopefully she didn't get roasted. Probably. <clears throat> it's hard not to get roasted. Yes. So the interesting thing is, first of all, let me just say, I actually really love Lane you Break. Do. Um, I think it's a ton of fun. But apparently this is bothering people because your top score for your rides on the bike plus is different than the regular bike right you can get more points on a bike plus than you can on a bike right and yeah. and even if your output is identical and so she goes through and like gives examples about how she did the highest score on spinning records volume one which is five minutes she'd got 50,080 uh the same ride on a bike plus did everything perfectly and that time it was 50,200 Literally 120 points higher. But again, the output was exactly the same. So she tried it again uh, with another ride. And the highest score that she she was able to get was a 42,675 with the bike plus. Again, everything perfectly. 42,795. Again, exactly 120 points higher. And so she's basically just saying, hey, it would be great if Peloton could fix this and make the scoring consistent across yeah. all versions of the software. According to what she's read, it sounds like she's saying that her guess is that it has something to do with the software versions because the bike is on NOZ42A, the bike plus is on PTY64A, 
Um, I was thinking that. Yeah. I was pretty sure that this is a PTY six. Oh yeah, you were that specific. Sure. Okay, Tom. And also, but I I really love the way this woman's brain thinks because she like did that, and she was like, all the rides were done at midday on the same day with no updates to the software that day. Like she was so like as careful with it as she could be. Totally trying to rule out any other variables. Yeah. 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 So I I found it super fascinating and um, just wanted to share. Thank you for sharing something, like you said, Tom, interesting. Yeah. Educational. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so you don't have to go hunt through the OPP for that. If you get the newsletter at theclipout.com, there will be a link directly to this post. So you can just click right through and read because it's a pretty lengthy explanation. But but I did think it was an interesting take on what exactly is happening. Yep. And uh, true to the OPP, what is lane break? Is the comment (laughs) (laughs) Oh OPP You never fail us You're so crazy Speaking of uh, Lane Break CNET has a review of Lane Break Yeah and they talk about how it They call it a music video game Which I found interesting yeah. And they say that it's it's a really fun way To work out indoors um, All these different articles that have been coming out Compare it to Dance Dance Revolution They compare it to Guitar Hero Things like that I definitely see The Guitar Hero Not so much The Dance Dance Revolution But it's just Nice to hear They also ask Should you buy it Probably not Like don't buy Peloton Just just for lane lane break break. And I I do agree with that Although I have to say They keep adding stuff Last week they added A bunch of rock classes This week Um, We're going to hear later About the Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, Collaboration And they added Red Hot Chili Pepper To the lane break classes And I think they are Just tons of fun They're a really great Add-on to any other workout The Cannes Lions jury list Has been released now, do you know anything about this? Not a thing. Oh, darn. I was hoping you did. It I, sounded pop culture-y. Though. I thought you might. I think it... I don't know. I don't... Because it's... I keep thinking like the Cannes Film Festival. Right. And... But... So, I don't know if this is related to that or not. But yeah, it's officially called the Cannes Lion International Festival of Creativity. So, I guess um, there's all these juries that get together and they, they like benchmark... Creativity from other companies Well the reason that I mention it The reason it's here is because Peloton Was added to the jury list this year Yes that is the whole reason I don't know what that means I don't know how exciting that is But I found it interesting But it happened yeah and now you know about it (laughs) That's what we do here That's what we do We explain (laughs) things even we don't know what we're explaining (laughs) We're not explaining it so much as we're Informing yes Here's a thing that occurred <laughs> Women's Health Magazine has a, a review of the guide Yes they did and they said they tried it for themselves. And here is the absolute honest truth And they, that was? They said it was genius Genius? Yeah I, okay. I was surprised at that I have been seeing so many people post how much they love it And how that tracker keeps them so engaged And I just I don't get it I don't <laughs> get it I don't get it I'm not against it Don't right. get me wrong I, I even enjoy it Like yeah, I like you're, it You're like oh this is something I'll do again But yeah. you're not just like You you don't love it the same way Like when you got the bike And it was all you could talk about No You're not like Tom Let's get rid of the clip out And start the guide out No I'm like, not No no, but uh, and they talk through the pros and the cons and I feel like we've already talked through that So i'm not gonna go yeah. through all that again. They didn't really have anything I felt like that was, you know new to add I think sure. it's been covered but um, but yeah, it's just really interesting to me It either hits or it doesn't and I think it kind of goes back to what we've already talked about like 
if you are a person who is new to strength and you're not sure about things, this is a great this add-on feels, for you. Yeah, this feels great for you. If you're used to tonal, you're going to maybe find it a little lacking, but most people frankly aren't used to tonal yeah and so it'll be fine or maybe even more than fine maybe it's impressive yeah and people are excited that they'll keep adding to it so we'll see relevantmagazine.com writes about the spiritual practice of crying on a peloton Yes, apparently um, they typed in any recommendations for a grief ride and they they were really, really surprised to see all of the different suggestions that people gave. Um, and they were they were dealing with their grandmother's death. So they were, you know, in the process mm-hmm. of their own grief. So right. um, they were very surprised about that goes into a whole like religious conversation, uh, their experience. This is very much from their pers- their sure. perspective. I'm not going to get into that. But I. I did think that it was interesting and I also wanted to bring it up for people that that this this is the type of thing that they want to hear about regardless of how you feel about religion or your comfort talking about it there are a lot of people that talk about that Peloton classes are a spiritual experience for them particularly Allie loves a Sunday class that Mm -hmm. she does so I just wanted to include it and you can take that and do with that what you will clip out Joining us once again via the magic of the Zoom tube, it's Angelo from MetPro here to answer your carefully crafted nutritional <laughs> questions. We asked, you answered, or we asked, you asked? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Something dear. like that. Anyway, it's Angelo. <laughs> driving, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Thanks for having me back, guys. I'm looking forward to it. We're grateful you keep coming back despite our antics. Thank yes. you. <laughs> Uh, So Julie Bergman wrote in and she says in the past few months that she's gained weight, but she hasn't really changed her nutrition or her workouts. Does that mean that her body just got used to the routine? And if so, what should she do to change? What should she change to lose those few extra pounds? Okay, so Julie, you have brought up a topic that, well, it's a it's an important aspect of understanding metabolism. Your metabolism will drift. There will be seasons. Um, now, of course, we would need more information to properly identify what's taking place, Julie, in your exact scenario. But I will share uh, some overarching trends that we have observed. Sometimes... Uh, Individuals will start a meal plan because they want to lose weight. But at some point along the way, we tend to have this kind of psychological conversation with ourselves. Well, why should I bother either exercising or eating clean or whatever the the, the thing we're trying to talk ourselves into, you know, give ourselves a pep talk to stay focused on good habits. So if I'm not losing weight, I could just eat whatever I want and be X, Y, Z weight. The truth is most people don't drift in a stable pattern. Most people drift in an upward pattern. So most people will, if not acted upon, will express at some point a similar sentiment where I haven't really changed my eating. I haven't really changed my exercise, but my weight is drifting up. Your metabolism can do that to you, especially as we get older. It's one of the frustrating things that I myself have experienced. It's a little different in your 40s than it was in your 30s than it was in your 20s. (laughs) (laughs) However... 
we are not without resources and it is certainly not a foregone conclusion and you can easily solve this, Julie. So what you want to do is identify a lever, decide, are you going to change something with the effort of losing that weight that you're starting to see drift up? Or are you going to try and rev your metabolism? Now, we would have to have a little bit deeper dive for me to give a recommendation on whether you should start by revving your metabolism, or if we could easily turn a few dials and just focus on some quick pounds lost. Uh, but that's going to come down to your personal leverage. Here are the questions that I would be asking a client in determining that. The first thing I would be asking is what's your overall uh, intake like? Calories, energy level intake. Is it low, medium, or high? Second thing is what's your overall carbohydrate intake? Is it low, medium, or high? And the third thing is, is there any additional exercise we can add, or is there any optimization to your exercise that we can add? So those would be the four things we'd look at. If across the board, the answer is low, low, there's nothing I can add, and there's no optimization to be had, that's a good indication that you shouldn't try and lose weight today. You should focus on speeding your metabolism, and that's going to involve gradually increasing your intake, followed by restriction of your intake. If you find that there's a few levers you can pull, figure out where it's going to be least painful. If you are already low on your calories, don't keep yanking on that lever. It, it's not going to produce the desired outcome. Uh, if you're higher on your calories, that's going to be an easy lever. Some simple swaps where for one carbohydrate or one macronutrient over the course of the day, swap it out for vegetables or even some low calorie, low glycemic fruits like berries, something simple like that can have a significant impact on dropping your calories a bit. If you find you don't have a lot of leverage there, but you realize when you're adding up your overall macros that your carbs are still pretty high, well, Make a concerted effort. Don't drop your calories. Just reduce carbohydrate intake a little bit. But again, if your carbs are already modest, don't yank further on that lever because here's what's going to happen. You're going to yank further on a lever that you don't really have and your body's just going to become more sensitive. You're going to end up losing half a pound. Uh, and then because your body's more sensitive, the next off event weekend get away, you're going to gain two back and the math isn't going to work in your favor. And then probably the one where hopefully I can be the most help is the exercise optimization. What you might try is trading some of the current exercise you're doing for lower hypertrophy, higher output as far as calorie burn. That's going to be tied to your respiration, your breathing activity. And this is one of those nuanced things, Julie, that I, again, I can't answer without a, a conversation, but one of the things that we see is when somebody's participating in resistance work or type two muscle fiber training, they get a little bit of drift upward in their body weight because they're adding lean mass gradually over time. And sometimes I will see that with a lot of hit training or a lot of high resistance sprint pedaling, because that will elicit a good muscular response in the lower body. So if that is one of your favorite methods of training, what you might do is continue with that hit training style, just 
increase the RPMs and decrease the resistance slightly, and you may still get a very good calorie burn without the corresponding lower body muscle growth. Those are some of those little nuance. Um, but for all I know, you, you may not be doing any of those things, and it could be a totally different conversation. But if you know your levers, you'll have a starting place to make an intelligent decision about next steps. And uh, feel free, Julie, if you want to reach out and have a, a deeper dive conversation, I'd be more than happy to visit with you about it. That is very nice of you. Absolutely. Well, if other people would like that sort of advice, <laughs> where can they find you? Find us metpro.co slash TCO. Wonderful. Thank you. Peloton Celebrity Sightings. So shape.com had an interview with Jennifer Garner where she demonstrated how to do three easy stretches, but it also was kind of based around an Instagram post she did with Dr. Chelsea Jackson Roberts. Yeah. Um, so you probably remember that Jennifer Garner and Chelsea Jackson Roberts do Instagram posts Lives together a lot. A lot. Yeah. yeah. And I guess in a recent one, they were doing stretches. They were showing how to do these stretches. And, and so that got turned into the shape article. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. How fun. Peloton artist collaboration. The latest artist series features the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It does. It's part of the Rock 22 Challenge. So all of the classes will be included in the Rock 22 Challenge. And just for a reminder, only one of those Rock 22 classes per day counts, regardless okay. of how many you take. But there are like... 18 different classes for this red hot chili peppers collaboration like there were tons it was all of the different kinds of classes so there was a run and there was a bike ride and there was strength so yoga yeah it's, it's across the board gotcha. so enjoy blood the... sugar sweat magic <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah blood sugar sweat magic pants <laughs> there you go uh, will peloton boutique come out with a, a special limited edition sock it does not appear so okay yeah <laughs> You don't get that at all, do you? No. Okay. I was just going with it. The people that know the chili peppers know of what I speak. Okay. In case you missed it. It's kind of our weekly roundup of just kind of the hodgepodge of Peloton. Things that we don't know how to file. <laughs> uh, or at least how things I don't know how to file. I was going to say, it's more of a you. Okay. <laughs> well, you tasked me with it, so this is what you get. Okay. That's it's, fine. I'm not upset. I call it in case you missed it. I could have called it like, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Would that have been better? <laughs> anyway, um, to me, this is a celebration. Absolutely. You, this is really I, cool. It wasn't a commentary on this particular no, story. No, I'm surprised you didn't throw it under like the, the birthday sweep where you used to do that all the time when we did anniversaries. But... Yeah, there were no other birthdays this week, so it just oh, seemed... Oh, okay. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway... Uh, Rebecca Kennedy posted that it has officially been four years since Peloton launched the tread. So um, that seems like just yesterday you were bitching about how you didn't have yours yet. It it honestly does. <laughs> Where does the time go? And she she was originally hired in July of 2017. And she then her first task was to hire instructors. And so she hired Maddie, Olivia, and Andy right out of the gate. I mean, that? how crazy is that? Yeah. But but congrats to the team. And uh, it's been it has been a wild ride. I so remember that first homecoming when all the tread instructors were out there and uh, they didn't. And no one was talking no to one them. Was talking to them. Yeah. And you was, hung out with the tread instructors for so long because you were like, well, no one else is talking to them. It's yeah. Like, 
Yeah. I'll, I'll hang here with you. Uh, and uh, yeah, I remember being like, oh, this will be different next year. Yes. This will, and it was. It was it like was. the time I saw Counting Crows open for Cracker. <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> There's a new class to or program rather to help you uh, prepare for a 5k. Yeah. And uh, this one is all about your your speed, like preparing for the, the getting your best 5k time. Gotcha. Uh, so, you know, the first couple of weeks you start with a walk run, then you get into your long distance run classes and then you have a recovery week. Weeks three to four, the schedule stays pretty much the same, but the distance and the duration get a, the how difficult it is gets a little bit harder. But really fun, they added uh, Bex Gentry, John Hosking, J- Susie Chan, and uh, Marcel Dinkins all are part of this one. And somebody had asked, how is this different from the original five weeks? And I think that one was more designed just to kind of get you started. This one is kind of think of it as adding speed, like adding a little more power to your 5k. You, helping you level up. Exactly. They have a uh, a guide for the guide for you. Well, no, that's not what this really is. What uh, says? Well, it, it's <laughs> if you read my note, it says live classes started on the guide today. That's what ah. this was really about, and it's called the strength roll call. Those classes are every day, five days a week at seven thirty a.m. Eastern. Lots of people complaining about how that's four thirty a.m. on the West Coast. I know, but like none of the classes ever work for me either, so it really doesn't matter. <laughs> but at any rate, it's cool that we are finally seeing the live classes and you were able to see all the different heavy lifting programs so that's what this class is for and lots of people counted themselves in so so far success and then finally peloton is uh, celebrating asian pacific islander heritage month they are and uh, i guess we're not getting a <laughs> we're not getting clothing line for this as i mentioned a couple weeks ago yeah. that was included in the mother's day package instead yeah that was so, an interesting pivot mhm interesting indeed <clears throat> Barry. Um, so there are tons of classes that they are doing for Asian Pacific Islander Heritage Month, though. And uh, I am very glad that they stuck with that. You will be able to take classes, a whole bunch of classes on your bike and tread all month long. So enjoy. So more content that Peloton released this week. They talked about, uh, they released rather strong as a mother classes. And so there's 13 different classes. It's a collection uh, celebrating Mother's Day, uh, prenatal classes, postnatal classes. There was yoga. Um, there was there was prenatal yoga, all kinds of things. Um, it was it was very interesting to see the variety of classes. Also on this subject, Anna Greenberg did an IG story and she talked about um, that people had been asking her how to hide their prenatal classes so that people didn't know they were pregnant before they were ready to share that they were pregnant. I never thought about that. It makes a lot of sense. It does. It does. But there's no way to hide your classes like you can't hide the classes you take. So she gave people two suggestions. There's no and she did say, by the way, there's no way to do that at this time. So maybe that'll be something that happens later. Yeah. Um, but she did talk about that two options you have are to delete your classes or use a separate account that nobody knows about and uh, use that one to take your classes. So two that's options a, for that's you. That's a good tip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shared by Anna Greenberg. Past guest update. And finally, an update on uh, Peloton for Parkinson's. They absolutely crushed it this year. I mean, they've been crushing it every year. They've seen major gains, but the gains this year were even major 
er. <laughs> yeah, I mean, last year they raised sixty three thousand dollars, and they had uh, twenty eight riders. This all, year, all day riders, all day riders. Thank you. This year they had forty two all day riders, and they raised a hundred and five thousand dollars so congratulations to peloton for parkinson's you guys do an amazing job we're so happy you're out there doing it thank you for allowing us to be a sponsor absolutely checking in with the peloton community so joining us today via the magic of zoom tube is jillian Kerwin. hey jillian how's it going good how are you Good. We're glad it's the weekend. <laughs> Same here. I'm excited for this weekend. It's the Super Bowl. I'm ready. Do you watch the Super Bowl? I do. I am. I'm like, don't know who to root for, though, because I always usually root for the underdog, which would be Cincinnati. But I grew up in a Rams family. So like part of me feels like out of family loyalty, I need to root for the Rams. So either way, I'm just hoping for a really good game. Okay. So, yeah, okay. So we got to get to, say, to the bottom we of have to, We have to do a reveal <laughs> okay. here. So first off, okay. we don't, like personally, we're just not in sports at not all. Not at all. I couldn't <laughs> okay. like, so we really don't care. But we do kind of care because we're yeah. from St. Louis. So <laughs> okay. we're like, the so, Rams. Yeah, you're right. you're I see why you care. Rams. Is this the yes. LA Rams? Are you voting for the LA? Like you're rooting for the LA Rams. Like you've become a fan since they came back to LA. Like you were... A fan. So like my dad is a like born and raised Rams fan and that was when they were in LA and he stayed loyal to them when they moved to St. Louis. So like when I grew up, we were loyal to St. Louis. So now that they're back, he's okay with it. So like I kind of feel like it's just the Rams, but okay, I see sure. where the dilemma is. It was handled sure. very shady. Well, yes, I yes. a little salty yeah. over it. Yeah, and I don't blame you. Like I don't blame you guys at all for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we may not follow sports, but we're but, salty. Right. Yeah. <laughs> As you should be. okay so i'll get into the peloton stuff when did you first hear about peloton and when did you decide to pull the trigger this is the equipment for you i've heard about it i remember seeing the famous ad that came out right before the pandemic i think like everybody else and then i was one of the people who during 2020 needed some way to work out i like to bike outside but it was I mean, I was quarantining in South Jersey and it's really, really cold. So Mm. I still wanted to find other ways to work out. And I liked lifting weights and everything. So, and I asked around and said, can you do Peloton without having the bike or the tread? And the overwhelming response was yes. Mm -hmm. So I signed up, did like, I think they're offering like a three month thing in the pandemic, signed up and I was like, I'm sticking with this. So I started with only just doing strength and did a little bit of the cardio, like on the floor classes and then I would do some of the like outdoor like once it started to get nicer weather out and then I did that for about a year and then I went to visit my friend Lydia who is also a little person in the DC area and she has the bike that I now have which is it's advertised as a kid's bike it's more like an adaptive bike so she uses that and that's how she would take all the cycling classes because that was the one thing that I was dying to take I wanted to do the cycling because I love riding my bike So I did that and I said, okay, this is going to be my present to myself when I finally moved to New York City. And I did. So I've been riding since, I guess, March of 2021. And I'm obsessed with it. I love it. Okay. So first of all, love hearing that. I want to know why you decided to move to New York City, especially in the middle of a pandemic. I'm curious about that. (laughs) Yeah, when everybody's like, (laughs) for COVID purposes, it's the absolute worst place on earth. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was supposed to move. So I graduated in 2019 and I didn't have a job yet, but I like was was a couple months away from getting a job in New York City. 
And, but at the time when I needed to find a place to live, I didn't. And I had friends from college who were like, we need a fifth roommate. Would you want to be our roommate? And I said, <laughs> sure. Cause again, I wasn't right. I didn't know what I was doing. So like my plan. New York, five roommates. I know. Like, or and four I'm roommates. That's for the young. <laughs> well, this is like, I could afford this. It was only an hour by commute. I didn't have a job yet. So it's like, okay, let's do this for a year, figure out where I'm working and then move to the city. And this is 20. 19 so 2020 comes around I'm not going to New York so I went home with my mom in South Jersey and then I guess it was like around May of 2021 where things started to seem normal ish yeah yeah and like everyone was talking like we're gonna go back to the office and everything I was working at a talent agency at the time and so like our clients are going back to work and I was just like I think it was time and again this is like when things were kind of normal yeah, Ish, that brief like the window when you're like, well, we've got the vaccine, everything's over. Right. Like, this yeah. is like the six new weeks. normal. Yeah, it was like six yeah. weeks in there before everything kind of started going so crazy like, again. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, okay, let's do it. So I moved in May of 2021 and it was great until like the Omicron came and just wiped us all out again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's been the weirdest two years ever. And even weirder is that it doesn't feel like the two years has existed. Like I still yes. would be like last year and I'm talking about 2019. Right. And it's not last year anymore. My brain still cannot catch up. It's with not that. processing. It's not, it's not processing. It's the weirdest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tell me about this adaptive bike. Is this a Peloton bike or a different bike, like a different brand that is specifically adaptable for a kid? Tell me more. I need to understand. It's- it's a different brand. It is not Peloton at all. It is a different brand. And so I think it's the intent is it to be designed for kids, but for little people, it obviously works because we're average height is like between, I'd say like three, six to four, 10 is so like, that's our usual height range. So okay. it, this bike could work for us. So I tied it at her apartment and very easy to ride. It doesn't show you like resistance. You are able to adjust the resistance, but you kind of have to just go by feel. She uses an app to track her cadence because it doesn't have this cadence screen. So she said that I would need their crank arm shorteners. So they attach to the pedal crank arm and they shorten even more the distance between the seat and the pedal. So it does make it a little easier for our feet to reach. Okay. So I got the bike. I got the crank arm extenders. I downloaded the app to track my cadence. And then what I usually do is like I'll have it on my desk my computer and I'll do the rides from there. That's fantastic. I love how creative that is. Like what a great way to figure out a way to adapt it. I mean, we've talked to people who are hard of hearing. We've talked to people who have their vision impaired Mm -hmm. and there's all different kinds of ways to make Peloton work for them. Yes. And we even talked to a gentleman who he rode the bike like he was an amputee. And so he mm-hmm. had like a special bike that he hooked up in front of it. There was a trainer that he had built. Oh, wow. Especially for it. And so I am just really inspired by all of the creativity that goes into all of these different ways to adapt for Peloton. So that's really cool. Do you want to say what the name brand is in case anybody out there is looking? I believe it's the X5. I don't know who the actual company because I found it on Amazon. I can send you the link so you can share it with everybody. Yeah, totally. We can include Mm -hmm. it in the show notes in the email blast for the week. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And so as far as adapting, have you felt like the community has been supportive of your journey? How has that felt for you? For sure. I think the community has been very supportive of like the little person because I know a lot of other little people have kind of seen my post or seen like other people post about it and are getting the bike. So they're joining... Because I think it's very interesting because from an early age, I remember being told by my doctors, by my parents that the two best exercises 
for me to do as a little person are biking and swimming. Really? Yes. Because it's very low impact on the joints and like we get the good cardio and it's the whole body. So, but not being able to do it inside, it's always been a problem because everybody wants to do it because we grew up riding our bikes. So to be able to have this now adaptive bike and then to be able to do something like Peloton where the classes are there, it's very easily accessible. There's so many options to choose from depending on your intensity and like what you're in the mood for. So the community has been very supportive. And then like the Peloton community, when I post celebrating a milestone has been really supportive as well, which is always surprising when I see the comments and the likes and everything. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of a supportive bunch. We like yes. to see each other on. Yeah, but if you go to the OPP, it can get really ugly. Yeah, so. there's, yeah. I've been yeah. in there. Yeah. It's an interesting I place. I bet it's a much happier place on your Instagram than it yes. is there. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so is a bike like Peloton... Is it even adaptable for people in your community or is it just kind of a non-starter? I think it can be. So I have a friend in North Carolina who his friend had a Peloton. And so what they did, they bought the crank arm shorteners and they were able to put it on the bike and he was able to reach the pedals. I think the distance to the handlebars is still a problem. I think it was still too far away, but he is able to ride. Like he's on the leaderboard. He's taking classes. But when he showed me that he was able to at least do that adaptation, blew my mind. So I think it's definitely possible. And I think that there still needs to work to be done, but I think it is possible. I believe it is. That's cool. I know there's something that you can buy that like, it's a third party thing. It's not through Peloton, mm-hmm. but it's a thing that you can buy for the handlebars. Handlebar. There's a thing that you can do to extend those. But I mean, I feel like I have trouble reaching the handlebars and I'm five, six. And so I right. have feet pushed all the way forward and even if it could push forward any further, it wouldn't be good for my knees. I wouldn't right. have the proper angle, but I kind of always feel like I'm reaching a little much for those handlebars and I have them up pretty high because of that. It's mm-hmm. always kind of a weird angle. So I'm hoping if they ever make another version after the Bike Plus that they add some more options that you can customize yeah. a bit more. That would be nice. That would be. I agree. Yeah. What is the official height cutoff for the Peloton? I think it's 410. I think the official is 410. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, you probably know this better than I do. I think that's Mm -hmm. standard across all exercise indoor bikes. Yeah, I would say that's probably because it feels like it's always just out of reach. I mean, I'm four feet on a good day, I like to say, but I know like the max, I think what being a dwarf means is around, it's either 48 or 410. And someone will correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, I'm sure. Because I've never been able to ride like any other exercise bike, not just Peloton. Okay, gotcha. and I can't remember when we talked to Snooky. She's diminutive. Yeah, uh, yes. she's four eight. I can't remember. Did she talk about any? She said that she was just able to write it. She did not say this, but in my opinion, it's probably that it's a little off, like a little uncomfortable. Right. But she's able to ride. Gotcha. But yeah, but I remember there was like a brouhaha last year. Somebody posted in the New York Post. It was a comedian that was four foot something, and I don't remember exactly her height, but mm-hmm. I remember it was under four ten. Because that's when I realized that spin bikes are all 410 is kind of the cutoff for indoor. Right. And she was saying that like she was frustrated Peloton didn't have that ability to be able to go less than 410. And it was right around the time we talked to Snooki. And I remember kind of like we asked about that because of it. And she was able to ride the bike just fine. She enjoys Mm -hmm. riding the bike. So I think it also kind of depends on the proportions because everybody has arm length too. So yes. Like other people that are five, six, like me, don't have problems reaching the handlebars because for, I right. have short arms compared to some people. So it's just a different thing. For sure. Yeah, it's interesting because like dwarves are, at least with my type of dwarfism, like we're inherently disproportionate. 
like I have shorter arms and legs supporting an average size torso. So I'd be curious to see like how that, why he said like he still couldn't reach the handlebars, even though with the adaptation, he was able to reach the pedals now on a real Peloton. So I think if there's still has to be like figuring out, because again, like no two bodies are the same. So sure. to try to find a way to like standardize some shorter bike would be an interesting challenge, but I hope one that they rise to at least. Yeah. I mean, with all the other stuff they're dealing with right now. It might yeah, there's a lot going on right now. <laughs> There's a lot going on right now. It's been a wild ride. (laughs) Yes, it has. Yes, it really has. Barry's over there like, I'm going to put that on my backup to-do list. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Start with the save the company. Yeah, let's get that under control. Let's do that first. (laughs) (laughs) And so you have a podcast. Tell us about that. Sure. So it's called Always Looking Up, and it is the place where I talk to members of the disabled community, little person community, as well as allies in both communities about what it is like to basically live as a little person, live as a disabled person, or if they're an ally, like kind of how they're involved in the communities. And it's a place for my guests to really share their stories and to have conversations because so often we feel overlooked or unheard. So this is a place for people to have their stories be told. Yeah, I bet it's funny. The things you take for granted, whoever you are, because Mm -hmm. like, it's like it takes an injury, right? To realize my back, like if anything on my back hurts, it affects everything. Or like if you have really tall cabinets like we do in our house, I can't reach the top shelf. I always have to. Mm -hmm. But like, (laughs) 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 we're almost exactly the same height. But you kind of you don't see outside of your own bubble, whatever your own bubble is a lot of times. So I, I can understand how that does feel like that your community is overlooked. Are there things that are like always an issue that would be kind of like easy things for the community, for the world to solve if we were paying attention? I think there's a lot, I think, to say like a select few, but I think biggest solution to that is for the world to realize that disability affects everybody. It is the world's largest minority, but it's also the only minority that anyone can join at any time. So when talking about making things accessible, it doesn't make it then inaccessible for people who wouldn't need the modifications. It's just making it more accessible to everyone and that it's worth the cost. It really is because it could affect everyone. Everyone could use these modifications. It's not just affecting the disabled community and disability doesn't discriminate. And I think that's a really good point about it doesn't make it inaccessible for other right. people. That it's like something as simple as like that we would take for granted now, like cutouts and sidewalks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's and they it's weren't like, a thing like 30, 40 years ago. They weren't yeah. a thing. And like how many times is a cutout in a sidewalk as someone who doesn't necessarily quote unquote need one, right. Made your life easier. Like you're trying to get something in your car and you got a cart or a dolly or you just like, Oh, we go over here. And mm-hmm. before you wouldn't, that wouldn't have been an option. It wouldn't have been an option. Right. You would have thought of it, but now that it's there, you're like, Oh, there's something or like the doorknobs that aren't knobs. Yeah. Right? Or, mm-hmm. you know, how many times you're carrying something with just with your elbow, boop, and you can right. open the door. And I do make the noise. He I does. He every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we once had a babysitter that was born without arms. And mm-hmm. so we had never really thought about how inaccessible our doorknobs were until she became our babysitter. And yeah. then it was like, oh, my gosh, like just having that ability because she uses her feet for everything. Yeah. Obviously. Right. And so she would use her feet to open doors. And it's not having a traditional doorknob, having the kind that's ADA compliant is so much easier Mm-hmm. for her it's like right. it's and you can still open the door right right exactly exactly yeah so what other examples can you think of that are things that we could as a society do 
I think we just, again, need to listen to disabled people when we're saying that something is inaccessible. I remember I went to a theater before the pandemic and I asked where like the accessible handicap, accessible bathroom was. And at first they didn't know. And then they told me it was across the street in like a building four floors up. And I'm like, I can walk across the street. (laughs) I'm like, well, there's several problems with this. One, there should be one here. I don't understand why there isn't. To yes, I'm a disabled person who can walk, but there are many disabled people who can't. Right. And you're telling them they have to go across the street to the bathroom in a span of like what ten minutes in a intermission. Like not realizing that that is a problem is the problem in itself. So I think that they need to listen and to kind of really be willing to change. I think we're just still society's very stubborn and doesn't want to change, doesn't want to adapt. And it's kind of like enough is enough. We need to start yeah. adapting, especially after dealing with the pandemic where people are now having to deal with disability more and it's affecting the disabled community at greater rates. Like we just have to start listening more. Absolutely. Yeah. And God forbid you got to pee during the movie. Right. Oh God. <laughs> Mom, like 30 that would, um, you would be really out of luck because yeah, that'd be a lot. He does. <laughs> This is a Broadway theater. This is like, I've never been to a movie theater. This is like on Broadway. And it's like, this is ridiculous. And I wish, and I didn't do it. And I wish I did. I wish I said, fine, I will go across the street, but you need to tell everybody in the theater why you're holding up the show. Yeah. Like, I wish I did. If I go back to that theater, I will make that stand. Because I don't think that there's a bathroom, like they put in a bathroom that's accessible since. And just in general, older cities like New York, they don't have as much room to make those modifications. It's more expensive. Like here in the Midwest, like Tom says all the time, this one good thing that we have is space. Like we have a lot of space. <laughs> and because even downtown where there are older, older buildings, still nothing compared to as old as, as in New York, there's room to be able to expand. There's right. not as much. But when everything's kind of on top of each other, like it is in New York, it really does make things a lot harder to be able to change things easily from a construction standpoint. Right. I say not to play devil's advocate a little bit. I'm sure some of those Broadway mm-hmm. theaters are historical landmarks. Oh, and yeah. so now they have, yeah, they are, they have the problem. Of if you want to start right. the walls and stuff, you get those people out there that are like, but this is history. But I'm like, like, it's a bathroom. She's like, but I don't want to have to walk four blocks. To <laughs> right. Like if they were in that situation, they totally. wouldn't want to do it either. It's a bathroom. Yeah. I mean, I love the theater and I totally, you know, they are landmarks, but like, I think that there has to be a point where like, we need to make this accessible to everyone. Accessibility should not be a reason to keep something the way it is. Totally, yeah. Yeah. Like no, it needs right. to change. And like, and also realizing it's not a one size fits all solution. There are many different disabilities out there. The easiest solution isn't always the best solution. That's a very and good absolutely, point. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. I'm talking about it in a silly way, but it's not a silly thing. No. And right. it, it is a very real problem because like I'm a jerk. I'd be like, well, then somebody needs to bring me a cup. <laughs> so <laughs> He would I, totally. I do paid three hundred dollars for these tickets, and I'm not missing a minute. So, you bring I, me a cup, or it doesn't matter right. what play we're seeing. The next musical number is singing in the rain. Yeah, he would. <laughs> so back to Peloton. <laughs> do you have like a favorite instructor that you like to take classes with? Kendall. Kendall, okay. Kendall. I'm a Kendall stan. I'm a knockout. I love her classes. Her metal rides, they're insane. I don't know why I do them. I don't know why I like them. I think I must like pay it at some level because like <laughs> they're masochism going on. They're crazy, <laughs> but I love her rides. I'm a well, Kendall stan. They're very intense. Very intense. Mm-hmm. So 
clearly you like the intensity. Now, what about like your other classes? Like you said, you take strength and you take other mm -hmm. classes. Do you have other instructors that you gravitate to when you take those classes? When I do those classes, Jess and Ben, my top two for sure. Jess Sims and Ben Aldis are okay. bombs. I'd work out and I'd have Jess on. He would like watch me and he just goes, I don't like her. <laughs> I'm like, you're not doing the workout so you don't get an opinion here. <laughs> Why doesn't he like Jess? I need to know. She's like, she's delightful. Like, she's delightful, but she sees what he's making, what she's making me do. And she's like, I don't like her. I'm like, <laughs> you're not doing the workout. You're like, you have no say in this matter whatsoever. <laughs> if you were doing the workout, then yes, you could curse her out like the rest of us do. But like, no. You have to you earn the curse that. out, Drew. You yes, can't, you, you have to earn that. Out. No, you cannot just curse her out. Yes, is what she's doing sometimes awful and mean. Yes, but you have to earn that right to curse her out. But she's so sweet while she does she's so, it. Yeah, she's so sweet while she kicks her ass. <laughs> like it's for a larger purpose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any advice for people that are just now entering the world of Peloton? Try it all. Try everything. Figure out what you like, what you don't like. And it's adaptable. I think that with obviously there's a lot that they're dealing with right now. But I think especially with that they brought on Logan, that Peloton can be accessible to so many people who thought that they couldn't do it. So even if you don't have access to the bike and the treadmill right now, I think doing the other like they offer so much that it's worth trying and seeing what works for you. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And speaking of the treadmill, do you do treadmill classes? Is that something you do? I do when I go to the gym. I don't have a treadmill. So if like I need to not ride my bike for like a day, I'll go and like walk or do like one of the walk runs or I'll do like the hikes on the treadmill just to kind of do something a little different. I'm not the biggest running person. Yeah. Peloton got me into running with doing like the outdoor, oddly enough, but I'm still not like the biggest running fan. <laughs> I totally get that. I have to say, though, if you like Just Sims, you should take the two for one Black History Month with Adrian and Just Sims. It's one of my mm -hmm. all time favorite classes because they totally tease each other the whole time. And it's a great <laughs> soundtrack. And he really gets on Jess for being a stinker in her classes. So you might enjoy it. If nothing else, just I'm going to check it. that out. I'm going to yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those that's just entertaining to do. Yeah. <laughs> what is your leaderboard name? At Jillian underscore Alana. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Well, I guess before we let you go, remind everybody where they can find you and all the places in your podcast and things like that. Sure. I'm on Instagram at Jill, J-I-L-L underscore Alana, I-L-A-N-A. And my podcast is Always Looking Up. We have an Instagram there at alwayslookingup.podcast. My website is JillianAlana.com, where I blog about being a little person in an average height world. And of course, you can find me on the Peloton leaderboard. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us. This has been a lot of fun. It has. And I also just want to say thank you for your inspirational posts that you put on Instagram. It is always such a joy to see how much you are enjoying your workouts. And that always keeps me going, seeing people enjoy their workouts and celebrating them. So thank you for posting and thank you for being part of our show. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And thank you for having me. This is so much fun. It was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that brings this episode to a close. Until next week, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and the Peloton leaderboard at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group, and don't forget our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash The Clip Out. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling. Hey.
and running. 